episode 59. Who are you? Welcome to episode number 59 of the Adventures in Lollygagging podcast. And my goofing around has uh, has backfired as I accidentally closed a tab that I needed open. Uh, so anyway. Way to go. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, so, hey, oh, was that Josh I heard? Josh, are you? Oh, I ruined the surprise. What? Oh, dang it. I didn't. You're playing tonight? Wow. You missed an app, dude. You missed an app. So, uh, so uh, right now we are short uh, a player and a half. Actually, we'll be here any minute now. But uh, Coder's uh, sitting out for tonight. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. To the rest of you, however, Long Melissa, because you were here last time, can you fill young, young Joshua in on what befell his beautiful bear and his mustachios? Lots and lots of blood. It's that's, a super short version. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that's really not. And lots and lots of eyeballs. Can we just like draw that out a little bit? Can we <laughs> can we fill some here? Like uh in eyeballs? Sure, sure, sure. Uh so I think you were called Josh the last time you were here. We were continuing our travel. You were here for the episode when Stekus got his face uh, you know, caved in by a howl bear. Uh, not that your character necessarily knows what it was, but you got your your his head his head caved in, right? You recall that, correct? Yep, yep. Then you you traveled a little bit further north, ran into some more Umbat Nor, including Coder's new character, who just happened to show up, and uh, and then you all went into a kind of hidden lookout post for the Umbat Nor uh, called the Drum, and when you went inside. There was some cackling sounds. There was like blood on the ground and such. And that's where we ended the episode. So then Long and Melissa are now going to explain a little bit of what happened in the episode you were gone. Yeah, we came upon the stronghold on top of the drum. And there's just pretty much carnage in every room until we were ambushed by what happened to be lunatics of the Umbat Noor. Hmm. Oh, so it was other people, not just animal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they were uh, they were, like drunk and Arave were able to identify them as other other members of themselves. Gone crazy, gone mad. Might say they've have space madness, but probably not because they were in space. So some other form of madness. North madness. What kind of madness? North madness because they spent too much time up north at the top of the world. <sighs> oh god, that's yeah, not very good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They wore beautiful little necklaces. I'm kind of upset that none of you uh, grabbed a necklace and put it on. Uh, oh, I thought about. It. I think I forgot to say to do that. Yeah. So they like the rings. Uh, they were basically eyeballs. Necklaces of eyeballs because they had poked out everyone's eyeballs and put oh. them on uh, on necklaces. Don't those go bad? Or I mean, it okay <laughs> it's you know. Uh, it, this all happened within the last couple of days, oh, okay. so it's not gotcha, like, gotcha. yeah, it's not like it's been sitting out for weeks, Josh. It's not like it's like, you know, there's salmonella everywhere or something like that. Uh, okay. So that happened. Um, Hubert, I think is on the verge of just turning into something. I don't know what, the, how, how are you doing with chaos rings, Hubert? Um, pretty much perma max. I, anytime I get a chaos rank now, I'll pretty much get a disorder. So okay. last time I got one, which makes me 
like heroic maniac or something like that. Yeah. And you can only really have like three of those. And I think if you if if I mean if you're gonna go if you're ever gonna get a, a permanent final chaos rank, that's it. Your character's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So like Hubert's on a very tick, ticking clock right now. It's 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 not gonna not gonna last very long, I don't think. Uh, especially the further and further north you guys go. Uh, then some more interesting stuff happened the next morning, as Arave spotted something out one of the lookout windows. What was it you spotted, Arave? It was something that looked sort of like a tree trunk, maybe, but not quite, and it was red. So we discussed our options for a minuscule amount of time ad nauseum <laughs> as we always do yes holy shit yes and then we went down to the river to investigate um and it was a red obelisk reddish reddish and all of us but hubert decided let's walk right up real close to it uh and found that it was warm um we made a, it made us feel very warm um and then we all saw weird shit. What do you mean saw stuff? Why do you assume they're visions? Um, we experienced them as things that we saw. Or it's just what's called a MacGuffin that I'm using to uh, accelerate the story and just just have you skip a couple levels and get to the end. Oh. And all those things actually really happened. <laughs> and tonight's the last episode as we get to see what happens to Bear. As he's like... He nopes and turns around and gets the hell off this this damn territory. Uh, Surprise! Do you uh, do you recall what you uh, what you saw, Arave? I saw that there was no one else but me, um, not even the red um, obelisk. There were things that were set up basically like a clock face, so like where numbers would be, um, and then I was hit by a tree trunk and dragged away by a giant yeah giants what okay so the whole clock thing you missed the whole like the whole the big point of that was you saw a series of plateaus and like sort of a circle around this massive storm and they were set up kind of perfectly equidistant from each other like hours on a clock so yes yes that's exactly what i said right that is not even (laughs) you said you saw things that were like set up like a clock and it's okay and then, uh, and then, yes, you were dragged away with others uh, in a in a in a giant's sack. <laughs> uh, what about you, Hubert? Do you remember what you saw? Yeah, I remember it's like a crow. I think it was close to my dooming. It's like a jackdaw. Yeah. So a crow was carrying me up into the sky. Like yeah. a storm was happening, and I think I was like laughing menacingly. Maniacally. Maniacally, yeah. You weren't menacing anybody anymore. <laughs> yeah, you were just laughing maniacally as this giant jackdaw crow thingy just flew you into the eye of this crazy, violent, stationary storm over top of the top of the world. Uh, and then, because they're not here, I'll fill in the other two for now. So, Drunk, uh, Drunk saw, like, a dread count uh, that was holding his head in his hand. Like, it was like he was looking at him and everything was fine. And all of a sudden the camera started panning out and it wasn't actually drunk. It was just drunk's head having just been beheaded. Nobody. By this dread count who just chucked the head off the uh, the cliff of a, of a plateau. And Arave was warned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about a dread count. Yeah. Yeah. Like a vampire. Uh, no, no, not like a vampire. Um, oh. But uh, 
pretty dangerous. There are vampires in, in Zweihander's universe um, that we don't have any in our campaign currently. But uh, but yeah, Dread Count's like, you guys know about Howling Marauders. You guys know about like Fell Knights. At this point, you faced a couple Fell Knights. Uh, there's this other thing that you've kind of seen but haven't really engaged with enough for me to really tell you what it was. Uh, so this is basically a pretty high level force of chaos. Like, so like you guys have been facing the forces of chaos. It's kind of what's going on. And the dread counts a fairly high one. So may or may not come to play. We'll see. Uh, and then Lavinia had a little bit of a, uh, she had, she was standing on the top of a sheet of ice. The wind was swirling. Uh, so was the snow. She heard the sound of crackling storm above her echoing. And beneath the ice that she was standing on, a bluish frozen solid, uh, frozen woman, not blue like she was a smurf, but blue from the, the cold, was swimming up at her with her arms outstretched. And then the ice began to crack. Uh, is that a siren? Could be. Could be. <laughs> it was, Cho- it was Chovy's that. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Chovy's gotten married in the time that we've had oh. this campaign. They've had little little baby Chovies. It's great. Oh my god. Oh great. It's great. So that's uh yeah, that's a little bit of what you missed. Um then you guys had uh, some chaos manifestations pop up. Uh do you remember what the two you got? You got more? Uh not a ton of chaos, just a manifestation. Chaos manifestations oh. are, are usually temporary. Uh oh, okay. and then uh yeah, so it looks like Coder got Hubert actually might have passed. Actually, no, Hubert, we didn't roll yours yet. That's why, because you came up late. Hubert, can you roll a D100 for me? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I got 18 here. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll let you know what happens in a sec when we start. All right. So, anything else we need to remind, uh, we need to tell Bear about this whole time, by the way, you and the NPC uh, have been chopping wood for a bonfire. Nice. Well, that was part of the the planning that we were doing is that we are planning to leave the NPC here, mm-hmm. set a bonfire at the top of this butte so that the other Umbat Noor in a stronghold that is somewhere in the mountain that Erebe is not going to tell you about, um, but that they will be able to see the bonfire, know that there's a problem, come over, talk to the NPC. That's the plan so that we can continue north. Uh-huh. Is that the plan? I don't know. <laughs> I, yes. I zoned out when you guys started talking about but I was I, I was preparing for a different game. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get started. Um, we're going to start with the sound of a bladed axe chop, chop, chopping away at a tree. So picture, zoom in, really start to see the rippled muscles of bear which are probably covered with furs because it's cold out, so you can't actually see them. But his hands are very musk. Well, no, because he's probably got gloves on. (laughs) But his form, as he swings the axe side to side, like almost one fail swoop cutting through some of these ancient pines that that are cascaded around the southern parts of the drum between the drum and Lake Odinuk below. And you and this NPC who is injured but is doing his best to aid you, collecting the various chunks of wood and wrapping them together and kind of dragging them up the switchback as best he can, limping along the way, coming back. I don't know whether or not you two have talked, whether or not you two are now best friends, whether he's offered you a Diet Coke. I don't know. (laughs) 
Probably. Do you have yet another job offer after this encounter? <laughs> He's like, dude, you want to join the Umbat Nor? <laughs> it's so cool, man. We Not get like the mess. I don't know. We get like members only jackets that we put on our heads and we look like animals. It's great. Um, <laughs> all right. So do we still have horses and stuff? You do. Uh, the horses. Okay. There actually is a spot for them uh, in the in the little lookout area. Uh, and so they're they're up there. They're not. In, it's not the greatest score. There's a lot. You have a lot of horses, and so there's probably more than you, there should be up there. But you found places because it's like a little apartment building inside the thing. It's pretty nice. Um, hmm. But you spend pretty much the whole day. Uh, you know that the others went off to inspect something. You haven't seen them return. It's been hours, and the sun is starting to go down. You have already. With the help of Jurin, who is the name of the NPC, you have already collected all of the fire you would need. He has shown you a very the kind of easy way up to the top of the drum. Um, it's not a staircase; it's more like a like a ladder sort of. And strapping up some of these bundles of wood, you can kind of make it all the way up to the top. Uh, the flat part of the drum up top is about 10 yards in diameter so there's enough space to kind of set up a nice little bonfire and etc and with no one else around like the two of you just like set that sucker on fire and get get it going um and all of that between the collecting of the wood between the climbing up and down the drum climbing all the way to the top it's kind of an exhausting day so i would like you if you could to please roll a toughness test toughness yeah i mean you got this you're a laborer man like even if i give you some like ain't quite what i used to be though oh yeah the brawn yeah it sucks the uh wasn't it the disease or something yeah the dusty stuff in the tomb or whatever oh i failed uh would you like to re-roll that um no okay so by the end of the day it's 11 points of peril okay and it's a you know it's tiring it's taxing but you know, you're you're used to hard labor. Maybe there's a purity yeah. to it, and it's just nice to just just be doing hard labor, and not have to be like fighting things or seeing your travel compatriots have their faces caved in by a giant half bear, half owl. Like you know, yeah, nice to get the mind off things. Sure. Evening comes, and again, it's it's late. You know, it's winter time still. It's late winter, but it's still winter time, and so the days are ending quicker. And they haven't returned. Jurin has made up a nice little like stew of something. Has like kind of put together. You know, he collected some like snow hairs and such from the traps that he had laid out. And like there was some stuff in the storeroom. Uh, once the bodies were cleaned out, it was easier for people to go in and get stuff. And so he's made some things. And the two of you have just been kind of hanging out together uh, throughout the day. He's been fairly quiet, but not impolite. Um, he's definitely helped you, and he's he's offered you some of the food, but. The two of you both know that that they're they haven't returned, and they've been gone now for eight hours, and they were only going like half a mile away. I was just half a mile. Did they take horses? They did not take horses. They walked because they're stupid. What? I don't know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Damn. It just just felt right coming out of the mouth, you know. Sure. I'll ask, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask Darren if he knows the way to where they were headed. Was it like a specific landmark? Uh, okay, uh, journal. Jurin will take you up to the this like the lookout point, and he will point he'll he'll point you in a direction. But the problem is, is it's dark now, and like, but you get a general idea. It's like northwestish, and I would say that before they left, they probably pointed it out to you too. So you have a general idea that um, about a half a mile away, 
there's the river, the the Vermac is what Jurin has called it, and what Dronk has called it, and Arave has called it. And uh, there's something about frost verms and such in the area is sort of what they've been referred to here and there. You know, Dronk and his crew had encountered a very large one, and some of them have, were, were terribly injured from it and killed. Uh, and for some reason that they call this river, this winding river, after a verm. Uh, but there is a bend in, in the river, and there was something that was spotted. But you, being the dutiful laborer that you are, were like, F that noise. I'm going to go cut down some trees. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. Exactly. But they haven't returned yet, and they've been gone for quite some time. Uh, does Durin know if like the frostworms move at night, or are they nocturnal like the owl bears or whatever it was? Uh. No, Jern, Jern says he doesn't, he's not entirely, he doesn't think they're nocturnal, um, but they're, they're active at night, uh, but they're not as, like when you mention Halbear, he knows what a Halbear is, so he'll, like, yeah, no, they, they definitely, like, look for the winds and the, and the snows and the darkness, to, and, like, they usually stalk prey, and, you know, he gives you the whole song and dance, like, how do you know about, uh, how do you know about Halbears? Uh, yeah, we learned about them as soon as we got here. Oh, oh, cool. cool the cool, hard cool. way. So, uh, that was unpleasant. One of your friends got their face caved in by its uh, beak, didn't they? What? Is that what they do? Dude, happens hear? all the time in the Umbat Nor. Like, like every like like we have a little sign that says it's been X many days since someone's got their face caved in by Halbear, <laughs> oh, no. and that sign never goes Dude. above seven. It's crazy. It's like it's a weekly thing. Well, we might have to change that number again. It's yes. definitely like something we we've we've argued for hazard pay uh, with the bosses, but they said no. Uh, wow! But when it comes to when it comes to the verms, he said no. Um, they do tend to be near water and like near near water, so that they can be by ice. It's not snow as much that they're as interested in, but it's like a the, the using calling them verms is is it's not like what what you might be thinking of like just like like a snake like body but he describes them they have like legs and such and it's more lizard like um but yeah he says he says yeah i mean they they move around there's a reason the river's called what it is ah i see (laughs) all right i'll probably i'm gonna take a horse okay and an extra one okay i don't think i can manage more than that and i will quickly go there and back (laughs) okay if I see danger, I might just turn back here. Okay, fair enough. But I need to make sure they don't need help or anything. Okay. Uh, so you get your horses ready. Uh, you uh, you start leading them down the switchbacks carefully. It takes a little bit of time. It's uh, it's dark out. But you get down, no problem. Hop on one of them. Uh, do you travel with a light source? Do you have a torch out or a lantern or anything like that? It's like a foresty area or it's pretty open for the, the southern part? parts of the drum like uh, to the south where you were cutting definitely forested uh, uh but if you're going around the drum to the west and to the north not so much is a scattered one here or there but nothing too bad it's still very dark though overcast snowing okay wind hell bears flapping around um wait what what <laughs> crows so... flapping around you're fine so i can go one of two ways there uh well yeah the quickest way would be just to to curve around the west like because you come out the southern side of that little lookout tower and then you just kind of curve around the west to the north side of the tower. Uh yeah I, I won't use a light source unless I'm like hooded by the trees. Okay. 
So I'll just try and follow the river. Okay. Uh, so with since you're not using anything at all, uh, go ahead and roll a handle animal. And I'm going to say do this at challenging. You're doing this in the dark. You're trying to control two horses at once. Um, we'll see how well this goes. And you're also kind of guessing. Right. Uh, I passed on the handle animal with 28. Yeah, I mean, this is not too difficult. Uh, as you get to get west, you find uh, you can kind of see where the ridge from the main level of ground is that dips down towards the river, like a like a fairly high level river bank. You get right up close to it. One of the horses whinnies a bit, and you know that you've kind of reached it. The water is is iced over. You can see that there's some water that's moving, but like the very top, there's kind of a thin layer of ice. Um, Definitely wouldn't support your weight or anything like that. Um, you're not sure whether they cross the river or anything like that, so you just make a right-hand turn and start heading north following the river itself. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I see a light from one of them. Okay. I don't want to cross the river unless they're on the other side. Roll an awareness test is challenging as you start moving up the river because you can't really track, but you can look at least. Uh, That's a fail, I think. Okay. I don't have good odds. As you're heading north, looking around, um, you don't notice uh, a bend begin to happen in the river, uh, and you continue to head northward, even though the river is bending eastward. And as uh, as uh, the, since you're on the lead horse, your horse slips and slides down the bank a bit, and you go, and it manages to kind of catch itself before it falls over. But you go flying over top, landing uh, landing on your back on this cold. Uh, rocky ground right oh. on the shore of the river, and you take uh, take 19 points of peril. Um, and when you get up, you can you can kind of feel all sorts of new bruises, maybe a broken or fractured rib or something. Nothing too terrible. Uh, you can feel some of your clothes have been ripped and cut. I mean, it's no face caved in by a howl bear, but it's it hurts. It stings. Yeah, um, my old injuries act up again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you stand up. Uh, you notice probably about 30 yards away, uh, you can see that there's this very incredibly faint light uh, that is uh, sort of... Glow is an extreme word here, but we'll go with that one. Uh, and it's kind of got this kind of reddish glow to it. Um, and you can see that there's some kind of obelisk or monolith that's sticking out of the water. Like how these idiots could have possibly considered that a tree. Like, you know a thing or two about trees. You just murdered, like, 20 trees. <laughs> and it's definitely tree. not a tree. So, it's about 30 yards away. What do you want to do? Mm, that's the only light I see? Uh, it's the only light. And it's not, like, it, it's just really just a very faint kind of regal. Almost like like the dying embers of a charcoal in a barbecue. Yeah. Uh, I'll get closer and check it out. Okay. Uh, are you bringing the horses with you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you start moving forward, and when you're about halfway there, your horses begin to rear up violently and start kicking. I need you to roll a handle animal test at hard. <laughs> Fail. Okay. Do you want to re-roll that, or are you good? 21. To... No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So one of them rears up and, and, just, and, and kicks out, kicking the other one, which goes which is like rips the reins out of your hand. And this one turns and bolts and heads 
westward as if it's running across the river. And you can see as you're trying to reach out to grab it that it takes like two steps into the river and then collapses through the ice, uh, its legs dipping down and its face plants into the middle of like kind of the, the, the frozen water that is now splashing up around it. You can see that it's trying to thrash around to get back to its, uh, its feet, but it's struggling. Um, the other horse, meanwhile, is tugging away at your shoulder and, and kind of pulling and pulling and pulling away from you uh, and eventually breaks free. But this one isn't intelligent enough. It's not a stupid horse like the other one. Uh, so that it runs kind of back the way you came and you can see it gallop and climb up one of the embankments and just begin just running southward and getting the hell away from you. And you are now left horseless. Oh, can I help the one that's like drowning? You can certainly try. Uh, what do you want to do to help? Just run back, try and, oh God, try and pull it out, I guess, <laughs> the reins. and. Okay. Uh, how about we do this? Go ahead and roll an athletics test. We'll treat it like you're just trying to get it and just pull it. Just like trying to grab the reins and just sort of trying to pull and steer its head. Uh, you can roll athletics if you want. You can roll another handle animal. But I think athletics, let's do something different. Say athletics is your just pure strength trying to help this thing. Uh, keep it hard. Uh, challenging is fine. It's less about getting it under control and more about just pulling it out of the river. Yeah. Just missed 51. Okay. You happy with that? You want to re-roll at all? Yeah, I'll re-roll. I want to save the horses. Save the horses. Save the world. Might. Okay, never mind. Uh, of course it <laughs> And as you are pulling away at the reins and bridle of the, of the horse, like, it just tears free and you go flying back again. And you can see that this horse just gets caught and it's sort of like half under the ice, thrashes around a bit. You hear an awful, like, crink of something, and suddenly the horse just goes limp and doesn't seem to be moving any further. When you get a little closer, the water is now kind of lapping up uh, over your shoes. You can see that the horse is, has somehow managed to get its head kind of caught between these rocks that were underneath the ice, and it just sort of snapped its neck as it was thrashing around. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Well, dead horses. Hmm. So they didn't like that red thing. So they did not. I'm gonna trust their animal instincts and not go near that. Okay. Is there a way around it, like up the river? Oh, it's not blocking anything. It's just in the river and kind of like half sticking out. It was just a light source you saw. Okay, I'll just keep going to wherever they were headed. They were headed to this thing. Oh, the obelisk. Yes. Okay. I'll skirt around it. Okay. If I can see. You can take a wide berth. Sure. Yeah, I'll take out a torch at this point. Mm hmm. Okay. To try and help find tracks of them. So you take out a torch. How, how, like you're keeping a wide berth. So also you're keeping like 10 yards away or so. Um, which is like you're kind of keeping your back up against the embankment. And you look around and you can see that there's a lot of like disturbed ground, snow, rock, etc. Uh, you can definitely see that someone was here. You don't currently see anyone right this moment, however. Okay. Uh, do I see any like footprints going in or out towards it or away from it? Uh, go ahead and roll uh, an awareness test. Now that you have a torch out, you, know, you can do this at, at easy. Uh, I'm going to re-roll that 97. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just going to burn all 
of your misfortune just from these ticky tack awareness tests. Alright. <laughs> okay. Uh you do in fact see uh that there are footprints come or you know tracks coming and going from it. Um some that go up the embankment and seem to be moving away. There's also what looks to be drag marks. Drag marks. Yeah. I will investigate those. That doesn't seem normal. All right. So you climb up the embankment. You follow the drag marks, and uh, go about go about maybe fifty yards. And when you when you get within about twenty yards of the end of the of the track, you can see that there's stuff laying in the snow where the tracks seem to lead towards. You see three bodies. Uh, can I identify them? Uh, at a distance, it definitely looks like your friends, your missing friends. What's peculiar is that all of them are, are laid in like this perfect, uh, like the, sort of like a perfect um, distribution where their heads are kind of connected in the in the middle and their legs are kind of kicking outward. And so it's kind of creating like like these three perfect slices of pie. Like a peace sign. Yes, like a peace sign. I'm going to like snuff the torch and see if I can sneak over to him. Okay. You snuff the torch and go ahead and, since you're sneaking, roll a stealth test. Eight. Okay. That's a very good roll. You are, you are like a ghost <laughs> as you move with incredible precision and quietness step after step. Your feet don't even sink below the ice. It's just, it's like you're floating. It's amazing. That is amazing. When you get within about 10 yards, you feel a strange warmth begin to come over you. Okay. Um, can I get to the bodies? Oh, no, for sure. That's not a problem. Okay. Go right ahead. I do that. Is it my friends? Yeah, it's definitely your friends. I'm going to try and slap them a week. Okay. You reach down, and you, when you see them, to slap them awake, you notice that their eyes are all open. They're breathing. Their eyes are open, and their eyes are red. Just full-on red. Like bloodshot? No. Just like someone spilled paint in their eyeballs, <laughs> and their eyes are all red. The whites of their eyes are red. Their irises are red. Their pupils are red. And they're just breathing. What the hell? And the only other thing here is that obelisk. Roll a scrutinized test. Standard's fine. Ten. Pass. Okay. I. Uh, you do not notice any other tracks. You do not notice any other person. You notice that they not only are breathing, but they seem intact. They don't seem to have any like crazy injuries or anything like that. Their weapons and such all seem to be where they're supposed to be in their scabbards or such. You do notice that there is this glowing red rock in Lavinia's hand. Glowing red rock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm gonna like push the rock out of her hand with my faux shard. Okay. Or is she like gripping it really tightly? She's gripping it really tightly. When you go to try to just poke it, it does not seem, it's like it's like death grip. Uh, hmm. How thick are my gloves? <laughs> They're decently thick, sure. But she's also wearing gloves. True. Uh, would I have, like, pliers or something with my trade tools? 
I think that sounds reasonable. Would you have brought your trade tools, however? No, probably not all of them. Yeah. You sure you don't want to cut off her hand? She has played a character with a missing hand before. It really is coming full circle here in the final. Just bringing it around act. town. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Voy- Who was that? Where did you come from, young lady? She's oh, one. you know. Oh, I boy. teleported in from hell. Hey, so did these uh, these doppelgangers of uh, you guys. Uh, so, Bear, what would you like to do? Uh, can I just, like, hoist them up and drag one of them out? Like sure. I'll hoist one of them on my shoulder and drag the others out. Sure. Which one do you want to do? Uh, who's the lightest one? Um, Arave by far. Arave? Okay. Yeah. Wait, what kind of... Well, you're an elf. I'm an elf. Well, they're I both f- elves, but she's frail. I'm a frail elf. Yeah. I think I'm yeah, 91 I'm, pounds. I'm a tall, corpulent elf lady. I'm mm-hmm. stacked. Oh, she's a big girl. All right. I'll put Arave up on my shoulder and... Like over my shoulder and drag the other two out of here. Okay. You reach down and you... Please give me the heebie-jeebies. And you grab Arave. And as you do, you feel this burning sensation just surge right through your hands and, and into your arm. And you, uh, you get this weird strange reddish filter that just kind of covers your eyes you feel a little disoriented you're trying to blink it away and it, that seems to work but when your eyes open Arave is not there neither is Hubert or Lavinia but you you hear the sounds of of like stomping or cackling something someone and you look around and it's all white like there's snow coming down from the sky there's snow and ice in the ground you can see these vague mountain or plateau like shapes on the distance and as your eyes focus at the foreground you can see that there's these large maybe 12 to 15 foot tall monkey abominable snowman like creatures with half white fur half white scales they have these masks on their faces seems to cover their entire faces they are bluish and stretched almost looking like they're going to tear or rip any moment and that's when you realize that they're like human faces or humanoid faces that have been pulled taut like leather and then frozen and you can see little cracks in them and these strange demon-like things which look not too dissimilar from the from the creatures that you all encountered at Merlin Pfeiffer's hut uh, a couple months back at the beginning of winter and they begin to surround you and there's like a dozen of these things and they're twice your height and as you're you're kind of looking around spinning and spinning you can see that up in the sky there's this massive dark purple blue strange cloud that's like swirling and stationary and kind of almost gets you into a daze to the point as you're staring up you don't notice that these these mass demons are closing in on you and begin to beat you and beat you and pummel you and you you fall back onto the ground your face is up and all of these 
pained, strange, masked creatures are just pounding away at you with big fists and claws until everything goes dark. And that is the end of our podcast. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Wouldn't that be great if that was how we ended it? Just, like, just fucking kill everybody. So we all touched the rock dead. I need uh, I need you to roll a d100, uh, Josh. 13. Uh, Josh, you got to take six points of corruption. Mm-hmm. Okay, 13 was for the manifestation. All of you can go ahead and roll a toughness test. Uh, roll it at, let's say, challenging. I failed. Lavinia failed. I also failed. Okay. Uh, I'll roll for drunk. Uh, 62. Let me double check him. I totally forgot about drunk, so there are actually four. <laughs> it wasn't a peace sign. There were four spokes coming out of the wheel. Uh, but that's fine. Oh, I would have left him. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Anyone pass? I don't think anyone passed. All right. All of you, go ahead and take eight points of physical peril as... One by one, you all begin to blink your eyes and you wake, covered in snow, with the sun vaguely out on the horizon to the east, light sprinkles still coming down, wind kind of lapping by. You feel your, your arms and legs are incredibly numb. Uh, when you get up bare, you, uh, you, like you kind of stretch and crack and you're all freezing all of you are just terribly freezing none of you crit fails so none of you are going to get like hypothermia or anything like that but um you uh you feel like a little clumsy there as you start to move around and you reduce your agility by six percent uh for for six hours as you're as you're feeling like this kind of strange like shiver starts to go through you like this like your 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 arms and legs just start to shudder in this weird cacophony of delight and horror at the same time like it's like it's painful and it hurts but at the same time you kind of like it oh and then uh huber what did you roll it was an 18 all right when you uh, roll a d4 three okay uh your right leg is frozen and not only is it frozen but it, it it's like frozen in this almost like a backwards position like the kneecap is indented inward and it's just frozen there with this backwards it's not that you don't know if it's broken it just it's just in its uh, wrong position um it doesn't hurt but when you when you pull yourself up out of the snow that's covered you your your limb just seems crooked uh like it, like it's like a v but bending the wrong way He's looking more and more like a bird. And you cannot move that that oh, limb no. for 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 six hours. Uh, and we already did uh, Melissa's and Ashley's. But all of you begin to blink awake. And you look up and you see each other. And all of you, bear included, are now in a perfect circle. Like each one of you gets up. Your head, you, you kind of sit up, dust yourself off. And all of you are looking away from one another, backs and sort of these perfect spokes as if somebody has aligned your bodies in some way. And you turn around and you can see each other. Uh, it looks like the it looks like a day has passed. You can still see up on the on the drum, the bonfire still seems to be going. So it looks like Jerome has done his job at least, even though you guys suck at yours. But whatever. What do you guys want to do? What? Immediately start a fire if possible. Okay. Fair enough. Um, you can probably find some some small sapling here or there and just 
break down. Uh, you know that you probably have torches you can light up as well. That'll help. But you guys are all freezing. You're all incredibly cold. The warmth that you had is gone. Lavinia, when you look at your hand, it's got like something in it, but it's just like this dead gray rock. It's just like you look at it. It's just the most boring, earthly, normal rock you've ever seen in your life. And okay. your hand is like bleeding. It's not actively bleeding, but it was like you were gripping it so tight that it, it kind of cut the skin and cut through your gloves. Um, I think what Lavinia would do is she's going to quickly like pull out some bandages and kind of like wrap her palm up and she is going to take off running towards the drum. Okay. Lavinia, where I'll chase after. And as you do, you're like you're getting this weird kind of shudder just go through you and your legs are just flailing out like you're running gangly like like a like a you know, like a seven or eight year old who's getting a growth spurt and things just aren't quite working out for you yet. And it's not the easiest run. Plus, you're just freezing, so all of your muscles are just sort of super tense. What are you doing, Arave? Uh, I would say Arave and Drunk would sort of be kind of checking in with each other about this situation and whether this is something we've heard about before and we really need to get back um, to cover and get out of the elements at the moment you can see drunk reaches down to pick up his lance and because he's like agrees with you he sees the fire going he's ready to go back he's very confused and as he goes to pick up his lance you can see him struggle for a bit to pick it he's like Ugh. and he kind of looks at his hand a bit confused and his his arm and do you need me to get that for you what what is what is the problem and he kind of reaches down with two hands and he picks it up just fine, kind of braces it up against his the back of his neck on his shoulder, and he, it's nothing, let's, let's go. And turns around and, and walks uh, and doesn't say much more. Uh, Hubert, you've got you've got your torch going. Um, Erevé, you're right next to him. Do you hang out with Hubert or do you follow after drunk? I'll turn to Hubert and make sure that he's not kind of left here by himself and encourage. Uh, are you... Are you- coming we should probably all go back yeah if i can get him move on with this frozen leg here i'll go ahead and drag it along okay i mean you're like your leg is literally bent backwards and frozen in place <laughs> and so i might need a shoulder lena so Arave, you can go ahead and do that um i'm gonna give drunk a couple points of corruption for not i know i've made him do it but coder, <laughs> coder should play his character <laughs> this is what happens uh and then uh that's it. Barry, you're running to help Lavinia, so I don't think you're actually actively looking to screw over Hubert. Um, okay. I mean... And three points to Bear. No. <laughs> All right. So everyone begins laboriously heading back towards the drum. During this process, can I try like a, a folklore test or anything? As Drunk and I are kind of discussing if this is one of the things that we know about the North that you might just go see giants and lose consciousness for a bit of time or uh okay i mean i don't know if you guys would share it i'm gonna say drunk is not going to share what he saw i'm gonna let coder decide if that's something he wants to, to to share i know we all as you know as players heard it but your characters haven't necessarily heard what and know what you all experienced yeah i definitely would share it with him okay does anyone go back to the monolith i mean some kid could find it no <laughs> Wow. You're just going to leave that thing there. 
kids could just wander right a by. monolith <laughs> now i'm gonna put up like a little warning sign or anything okay okay that's fine that's fine you know don't care about other people it's cool <laughs> i mean we can do it tomorrow it's oh, not can like you? this is a heavily traveled area that we expect to have like a tour group coming That's through here overnight pretty confident you thinking you're gonna survive till tomorrow but you start moving back um bear uh roll an awareness test it's it's morning so standards totally fine okay 34 pass okay you see your horse laying on the ground and then you see the other horse that fell into the river also laying on the ground nearby their heads sort of touching as they're both like laid out in this long line when you walk up get within about 15 yards and you can see this Lavinia runs right past them and as I'm running uh, the rock that I have I'm going to throw it at bear okay so you turn around and you just throw it at bear Uh, roll Mm -hmm. a ranged uh, attack so roll a simple ranged Okay. Uh, it misses, and it fall. It like goes right over his shoulder, and like he has to kind of move his head out of the ray. But yeah, and then Lavinia keeps going. Hey, what are you, what are you doing? Stop chasing me! What? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm gonna keep following her. Okay, you're gonna leave these horses here. They're dead. What the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> One of them appears to be breathing. Uh, they're not going anywhere. What she is, so. Okay. And this is how we always lose our horses. Three points of corruption as you continue to chase after Lavinia. Uh, Behind, Dronk has marched up ahead of both Erevé and Hubert. But Hubert and Erevé, you're in the back. What are you two doing? Erevé would definitely go over towards the horses and see how they're doing. Okay. Um, One of them appears to have a terribly broken neck. And the other one seems to be alive. Even by seems to be alive. It's breathing. See its big old chest, you know, heaving and exhaling. Aravay's going to go over and try to rouse the horse. Handle animal, please. Standard's fine. That's a fail with a 96. As you reach down and kind of try to wake it up, like, come on, come on, little horsey, it's time to go to school. Uh, it rears up and, like, panic, like these eyes just darting around. Mm-hmm. And as it as it gets up, it's like the the top of its head catches the bottom of your chin, and it just slams your head up. Oh no, that hurts! It does hurt, and you take thirteen points of physical peril as it leaps up, um, sees its dead best friend, because uh, they were best friends. We'll have a side story about this one day, and Aww. it runs away. Remember when we did codas? I should do a coda about these horses, and the then it's horses. gonna Aww. run away. Aww. Yeah. Just them running through flower fields. Mm-hmm. Spirit 2.0. Yep. Okay. But it's alive and it's running. Uh, but you don't think you can catch up to it, obviously, with Hubert's crooked leg. Ah, it's unfortunate. I could have used it. You could have. We will find another. You could use the other horse, too, but just for something else. No. What? There's warmth. Can I cut it open? Just crawl inside. <laughs> And I thought these things smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> um, I'm in for food. 
Come on, Arave. You're you're a heart. You're you're a person on the northern frontier. You're not wasting. Oh, this is true. Horse this meat. Is true. Come on, there's plenty of good meat on there. Uh, but at the same time, there's nothing you can do about it now. It's a big ass, big ass animal, and you've got this dude with a crooked leg. So yes, uh, you can come back. You make a note, and then you come back. Um, Lavinia, you're the first that gets back to the drum. Do you go up or do you keep running? I'll go up into the drum. Okay. So you go up, you run up. Um, when you kind of when you when you first burst in, your feet are kind of clinking against the ground. Uh, you can see that the the guy that you don't know his name, and you probably know his name. You probably mentioned it at some point. Juran, he uh, he kind of steps up as if he's just kind of woken up himself from one of the apartments that hopefully he's cleaned, uh, mm-hmm. and he sees you and he's and he's just. Oh, what, 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 what? Where's, where's everyone? What happened? We, uh, uh, are you okay? Is everyone okay? How close was a uh, bear behind me? A uh, bear, with his agility problem, I would say, has lagged behind you a decent bit. His movement's gone down because of his lowered agility. Okay, so what Lavinia would wind up doing is she's going to throw herself at him, kind of like into his arms, and... Sh- Oh, it's terrible. We we woke up and and it was snowing and and everyone's gone. What? What do you mean everyone's gone? Gone or or dead? Very vague use of the term. They were just I they weren't there. And um, as she's doing this, she'll kind of like release him and go to stand behind him like kind of like pacing and he's he's just sort of like looking confused at like his hands like like that were just sort of kind of hugging you but like dead limp wrist hubby, uh, you know hugging yeah. you confused <laughs> and he's like what, what what do you mean and and like he'll turn to he'll he'll start to turn to face you uh, as you as you walk behind him confused and at that point Lavinia will just kind of stand there like stalling and she's waiting to for for Bear to come up. Okay. And Bear will momentarily, after a couple beats, will will I, I assume you go up the the switchback, right, Bear? He's like, why are you running? <laughs> and so you follow up, huffing and puffing a little bit, legs kind of giving out, feeling that weird kind of shudder go down your back. And yeah, you come in and you can see Juran and Lavinia in the middle of the hallway. Uh, by one of the rooms. The moment Lavinia sees Bear come in, she's going to pull out her shiv and hold it to Juran's neck. What? What's what's this happening? He's following me. I told you not to follow me. What? I'm worried about you. What is going on? Why are you you holding this to my neck, though? (laughs) If you come any closer to me, I'll kill him. Why? Where are you planning to do? Weren't we going to save Charlotte? What are we doing here? We're wasting time. You think I'm going to save anyone but myself? Who are you? Stop following me. And at this point, she'll press... You mean, who am I? She'll press the shiv until there's like a little droplet of blood on Jern's throat. I don't know what's happening here. I'm very confused. (laughs) This. She seems even more confused. Bear, please. We chopped wood together. We're old friends now. Do something. Who 
What's your name? You think you deserve to know my name? Who are you to presume that you deserve to know me? Well, how'd you know my name? <laughs> and at this point, she'll just start laughing and it won't stop. Uh... I think at this point, Jiren is going to is going to attempt to, to sort of do something on, on his own. So roll, uh, roll initiative. Let's see if, if he gets the chance to do something before you. Okay. Okay, so 15. And he rolls a 16. So he's going to attempt to sort of like like just shove and sort of push back. Uh, and so he'll, he'll yeah, he'll, he's going to attempt just kind of like a an athletics test to see if he can just push you away. And okay. I will attempt, yeah. Anything that's 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 probably a good enough thing to do, uh, and he's gonna fail, uh, so he's not gonna be able to get loose. But you can feel him struggling. What do you want to do, Lavinia? Um, I think at this point, Lavinia, I'm gonna attempt to stab his throat. Oh shit! Okay, roll an attack. Fifteen. Okay, that is good. Um, I'm gonna say that. I mean, he got to go first, so. I mean, he'll, he'll, I'll give him like a resist, I guess. I think he gets a chance to, well, he doesn't have any weapons on him. So he'll try to, he's going to try to parry barehanded. Uh, So he's going to like literally try to grab the knife that you have to his throat uh, with his hand and attempt to parry uh, at a much harder difficulty for this, um, considering everything that's going on. Uh, So it's like not a great chance to do it, but he'll try. Uh, 30, 30% chance, and he does. You nice. see okay. you see as Jiren literally just grabs the knife and starts to pull it away, and blood begins to pour out from the sides, either side of his hands, out like from the pinky side, from the thumb side, and you can hear him grimacing in pain as he is just trying as best he can. Bear, what do you want to do? What the, fuck? what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll do a... Tr- charge takedown okay you charge up and attempt to take down so you run up roll your athletics since you're charging up and uh you can roll it at standard and you can roll your resist uh please lavinia also at standard uh should be coordination fail do you want to re-roll that yes okay crit success okay so i'm gonna say for the crit success not only are you able to step out of the way and pull him with you, but you do the classic stick your leg out and he's going to trip over you and he's going to fall prone on the ground as he reaches out to try to tackle you and Bear slides across the stone floor. It's going to come back around at this point to the guy who's now got the, like, poor Jiren, his, his hand is bleeding as he's gripping this this knife and trying to pull away from you. And he's once again going to try... Uh, to just sort of knock you down. Uh, so he's so he'll try to just he'll try a coordination test. Now that he's got a grip on something, and just try to kind of flip you. Uh, I think is what will go. Uh, so here we go. Coordination. Uh, that's an eighty. I'm gonna go ahead and just spend one of my misfortunes to reroll that. Even though he's kind of an ally, so this is really weird. And Lavinia is trying to kill everybody, and she seems like an enemy. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Uh, so let's try that again. And with a 10, he will do it. So now you can go ahead and resist as well. So go ahead and resist another coordination as he's trying to flip you down onto the ground. That'll be a fail. I'll take it. Okay. And so he flips you over onto the ground 
Uh, roll a d100. Uh, 1 to 50, you keep the knife. 51 to 100, he keeps the knife. Damn. He keeps the knife, and you okay. fall onto the ground. It is your turn now. You're prone. What would you like to do? Would you say I'm on stone? Uh, yes. You're well. When you say stone, like you're inside of a you're inside of a carved out mountain. Yeah, like caves, so like caves and such. Natural, natural earth. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Excellent. Okay, so um, I am going to cast pillars of earth. Okay. And I am going to. Well, let's see if this goes first. Do you want to channel or anything? Um, no. Okay. Just roll like normal. Uh, what's what tier of spell is it? Uh, this is lesser. Okay. Crit success. Okay, so, uh, what I'm trying to do with this? Oh God, where is it? Where's crit success? Uh, it's where it says as above. You immediately gain a surprise turn against your foes. Excellent. So. <laughs> so Lavinia's gonna basically she gets sucked into the earth so he's on top of me and then suddenly he just falls flat onto the ground as Lavinia disappears under the earth and then pops back up in the doorway uh, leading out and as she's standing out there since I have a surprise turn can I attack? Yeah I mean if you're if you're at the way in like you're away if you pop up at the doorway to lead back outside, I mean, yeah. you're like a you're like you know 15 yards away from them. Okay, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to cast pillars of earth again. Okay, and go as far away as I can. I mean, you could have done that with this one. Okay, then then that's what I'll do with this. Oh, because it's just by how far I can see. Oh, okay, okay. So so if you so that means you can probably go not all the way to the edge, uh, but you can get partially because remember there's like kind of a, a twisting cave mm-hmm. you can get into that cave pop up there and then you have a surprise turn so you can use your movement to leave and go outside and then you can cast it again from the ledge of a butte that's about you know a hundred yards in the sky okay i want to do that and then i want to go north okay uh you're on the south side of the butte though oh, so okay you can't really see you can go west or east if you like I will go west. Okay, so west would be in the direction of the mountains, the the fell rocks, yes. and also in the direction of the Wormack the Wormack River. So go ahead and roll your spell test, your incantation test, I should say. Crit fail. Oh, the Earth Mother gives and she takes <laughs> it away. Yes, she does. So. Uh, the Earth Mother denies you every step you take despoils the very grass you in uh, land I step upon. I immediately take six steps in the direction I intended to go. I suffer two D10 plus two mental, mental peril for the destruction I wrought because I'm an elementalist and harming like nature hurts me. Well, here's the thing, Ashley. I'm on a cliff edge. And you said you were going west. Mm-hmm. If you're going south, you would just fall down on top of the switchback. Mm-hmm. You immediately take six steps to the west. Yep. Go ahead and roll. Let's say roll 3d6, and if any of them come up a six, you're falling off the edge. Whew, a three, a four, and a three. All right. And so your heels are on the rock. Your toes are hovering over the side of the cliff. And you're looking down 
And you have to take your peril, so... I took 14. Oh, you already rolled it? Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you took 16. It's 2d10 plus 2, so you rolled oh, yeah, 14. Oh, yeah, excuse me. So 16 mental peril, and you are now on the edge of this gift. And we will come back to you, because that's sort of like a cliffhanger, as we'll go to Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bear, you're inside. You just saw her effectively teleport away and disappear in front of your eyes. Jurin is got a bloody hand and is laying on top of the space where Lavinia just was and is looking at you. What the fuck was that? I don't fucking know, dude. She, she's always like doing this crazy magic stuff. Maybe it finally took hold of her, but I've never seen her like that ever. And he is, he begins to wrap his hand up and he's like, invaders, fucking invaders. And, uh, and that's that. Is there anything you're doing? Uh, no, she just disappeared. Just like, what the? Roll an awareness test to see if you would have seen her in the the entranceway. Roll an awareness I'm test. I'm still standard. tackling, by the way. Uh, yeah, but you're outside. No. Okay. <laughs> like, just a doll, like. <laughs> okay, you would have seen her pop up momentarily in the door, in the entrance to the, to this little apartment area and then run away outside so you know you know you know where she went uh i'll tell Darren to stay there i i thought i saw her out at the entrance and i'll go run out okay see if i see her okay and so you're running 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 um and you get out and you can see that she's literally on the edge of the cliff getting ready what you're not sure what the hell she's doing she's on the edge of the cliff like don't jump arms out like as if she's almost gonna fall uh, Lavinia, though, you can actually do something now because he used his turn to run. Um, I think what she would do is she'll turn to face him and uh, charge and attempt a takedown. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so it's only a couple feet, so you're not going to be able to move very far. So I think you probably should just do a coordination because it's only like six steps. It's not a very long way that you're charging because he came out right where you were casting from. So. Uh, roll coordination, and if you succeed, he can resist. Great fail. Okay, so you run at him, try to take him down, and in doing so, you you just trip over a, a rock, a loose rock, and you fall prone on the ground right at his feet. Um, bear, what would you like to do? Um, wow. Uh, Are you going to I... miss your friend? <laughs> can I do... Because I want to use my faux shard. I just wanted to do the entangling with faux shard. It's like, can I do that without actually damaging? Yeah, you can use subdue, which is to intentionally avoid inflicting injuries or dealing enough damage to render a foe slain by your melee weapon attack. So roll an attack. You're just doing subdue. Oh, subdue. Okay. Mm -hmm. So roll attack. She's prone. uh, So and she's right at your feet and she just crit failed. I'm going to make this easy. Uh, 51 to hit. Okay. All right. So go ahead and take eight points of damage, Lavinia. Do I have to roll the prone damage? Uh, yeah, you should roll an extra D6. Don't worry. It's not, it's like, it's basically like saying non-lethal. It's not going to inflict injuries or make her slain, but it will move her down the damage track potentially. So, okay. So she's entangled. So you immediately after striking 
you can do a chokehold. So go ahead and do you want to do a chokehold? So resist chokehold, uh, Lavinia. That's a uh, what's it called? Uh, athletics and uh, make it hard because he's got leverage on you. That's a fail. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll a d10, uh, bear, and add your brawn bonus. Um, plus seven, 16. 16 points of physical peril, Lavinia. So how is she looking? You guys never reset, by the way, because you guys did not yep. get a good night's sleep, just so you know. Lavinia is at ignore two skill ranks now because I just took two from what he got. Okay. So at this point, uh, Arave and and Hubert uh, and Drunk uh, are coming up the switchback, and all of you are a couple, you know, a couple tiers up, and you look up and you see Bear swing down with his faux shard onto Lavinia, who's laying on the ground cackling like a madwoman. What would the two of you like to do? Dronks is just going to be like fucking invaders, whatever. And then he's just going to like walk past them and go inside. What are the two of you going to do? What does Dronk mean by that? There there are things that we are more used to dealing with here in the north that those of you that come to visit or inhabit our lands are much less capable of dealing with. Uh, let's see if we can uh, subdue your friends um, and maybe move on with our uh, with our day. Which friend? Bear's uh, attacking Lavinia. What is he doing? Yes, from your perspective, you're you guys. You guys didn't see any of the other shit. You just see Bear attacking Lavinia on the ground and using his shard to choke her. Move to my best abilities. Okay, so you're going to <laughs> lumber up super slowly. Um, anything you do, I'm going to say, anything you try to do physically is going to be flipped to fail while this is happening. Okay. Because it's just you don't have a plant leg and stuff like that. Uh, so what would you like to do? Uh, for now, maybe I'll just use a lance as a sort of a walking stick. Okay. Just movement. Okay, so you'll move up. You're next to Bear. Uh, is there anything you want to do before I give it over to Arave? Uh... Takedown? Is it? Okay, so you're going to try to take him down? Okay. Um, yeah. g- go ahead and roll it. And I'm going to say roll it. Uh, I mean, you're going to roll it at um, roll it at routine, but you still have flip to fail. Yeah. I, say, I say routine because he's busy like holding Lavinia down. Was it athletics, right? Uh, yeah, go ahead. If you move up, you're charging in. Uh, what are you doing, Bear? Stop. And I'll knock him down. And you you take him down. Go ahead and roll a resist bear at uh, challenging. Uh, I just failed it. Do you want to re-roll that? There's two more left. It just makes me go prone. Uh, it'll just knock you down. I'll I'll say you can keep the you can keep the chokehold since it's you're using your shard to do it, but you will be knocked prone. Yeah. Uh, that's that's fine. Okay. I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? She she's gone mad. She attacked Durin. She's possessed. Okay. Arave, you just heard that. You just saw everything. She's she is cackling pretty madly. Sure, sure. Okay. You got two people laying on the ground. One of them's being choked. One of them has just been knocked to the ground by Hubert, who, other than his leg and just his general demeanor, seems fine. Uh, then I will try a stunning blow. On Lavinia. Okay. So you walk up and you're gonna try or you're gonna long distance stunning blow. You're just gonna try to shoot yes. her with like a with like a blunt arrow. Okay. Yeah. All right, that'll work, sure. Uh, 
go ahead and make your athletics test for stunning blow. Uh, I'm going to make it actually, actually it's prone and it's kind of busy. So just, just roll it standard. That is a fail with a 93. So I re-roll that. Sure. Okay. Roll better than 93. 78, but still not passing. So I failed again. Okay. Uh, it's going to come around uh, and it's going to be Lavinia's turn. Lavinia, you're being choked. So you have to break the choke before you can do anything. Uh, so you need okay. to, you need to actually, you, and you get to you get to try to do that at the start of your turn. So go ahead and try uh, to resist athletics. Standard, or I'm going to say standard now because he's not over top of you anymore. He fell to the ground okay. as well. Crit fail. Okay, um, I'm going to say in in doing so, uh, you're going to take one d10 plus his BB again in peril. So go ahead and roll a d10 bear and add your and add your brawn, and you're going to oh. take. Okay. Oh, that's eight. a shame. So eight points of physical peril. So then Lavinia would start to noticing that there's these other people around. She's going to start crying for help. Okay. Get him off me! Help! Help me! <laughs> and it doesn't come out too well because you're being choked. So it's more like, <laughs> so, which probably isn't very helpful, you know, like doesn't look any good either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah sure. Um, but I am not going to let you roll anything because you are being choked. You don't actually get a turn. Um, all right. Bear. She's still being choked. Do you maintain this? Yeah. All right. And I'll ask Hubert if he should get some rope so she can't teleport away again. Okay. All right. So you heard that, That's Hubert? BB thing. Yeah. So go ahead, another roll. Roll a d10. Add the BB. Ten. Take ten more points of physical peril, Lavinia. How are you looking? Ignore three. Oh boy. Oh, because that. Oh, that eight didn't do nothing, did it? She got a decently high peril threshold. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, that's your turn, and it'll come around to Hubert. You just heard him call for rope or something something about teleporting she's kind of crying out yeah it doesn't look good either way but i'll process what's going on i think bear looks mentally stable i guess okay so let's take his word for it here okay okay could make you do a scrutinized test but nah it's fine okay nah don't don't very don't. confused probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and i'll do my best set tying lemonade up then okay so you got rope on you let me check <laughs> didn't we load up on rope before we left yeah, yeah we should have a bunch you had uh, i mean on you though there's a difference like would you have brought all your rope with you when you went down to just inspect this tree in the river i don't know probably not i'll go and get some rope okay so you start hobbling inside uh and as you get in there you see drunk in in jiren are are like what what's going on and they see you hobbling in and uh rope do you have any and drunk shrugs and he points to the corner and there's a coil of rope nice and you can get it and start bringing it back out on your next turn all right Erevé. Erevé is gonna yell into drunk um and say get your ass over here and help tie her up and then you can go have your food okay and try to get his assistance um and then she's gonna try to do the same thing roll a leadership test Oh dear! Trying to order him around. He's not a dog. He he's an ogre being. He he can choose what he wants to do. That's a fail. Yeah, you don't know if it worked. Okay. Can I just try to do a subdue bonk on the head with my stiletto then? Of course. 
Yeah, you just turn it upside down and hit her with the pommel. So All right, I'll do that. Okay, roll a simple attack, simple melee. And that's a fail. Uh, no, that'll be a success because she's prone, so you would have gotten an extra plus 10 on it. So that 47 <laughs> would have been a 37, which would have been good with your 40. Uh, roll a d6 and add your combat bonus. Combat bonus is 5 and d6 is 1. Okay. Do you want to explode that? Um, you have one left. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll another d6. So, and then add it to the total plus five. One. <laughs> okay. So what what's what's your combat? Five. Okay. So she takes seven points, which actually is, and you get an extra d6 because she's prone. Totally forgot. So, do you want to just leave the one as your d6 and not uh, and not uh, and not flip a fortune point? Sure, sure. Okay, so let's just do that. So I'll keep that fortune point. So that's seven points of damage. Uh, so that should move her, right, Lavinia? Yeah, do I roll for a moderate wound then? Uh, no, because she's subduing, so you don't have to worry about injuries. Uh, that's okay. what subdue does. Uh, but Jara moves down again. Uh, and then it's going to come around to Air. Uh, no, Airbase done, so it's going to come around to Lavinia, and you got to try to break your chokehold again. 17, I break it. That's a break. So she, she manages to rip the fauchard off and gets free and you have three ap you're laying prone uh lavinia is gonna look to the south okay and i am going to cast uh again pillars of earth yeah it's gonna be increased difficulty now though you've got two people around and do you have enough iron keys for this Mm -hmm. they are expended okay uh okay so you uh you're gonna go ahead and roll this. We'll call it challenging because no, yeah, we'll make it challenging because there's two people around you who are actively trying to prevent you from doing things. Okay. Damn, I fail. Okay. Uh, so. But it's not a crit fail. This it's time, not a crit fail this time. Yeah. So you, uh, it just you do concentrate and it just doesn't seem to happen. Uh, do you stay laying on the ground? That was one AP. You can you have two AP if you wanted to stand up. Um, I think at this point, what she's going to do is she's going to continue to cackle and she's going to start making snow angels. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you giving yourself up then? Yeah, we could. She's she's going to stop combat. All right. So uh, we'll say Hubert comes out and they tie you up. Keep your hands separated and such. What is she doing? And she's making snow angels, clearly. And she's going to she's going to start like whispering to bear. So you think you're a strong man choking a woman? You think you're a big, strong man? You choke a woman? You chase her down like she's a dog and then tackle her and shove her into the dirt? And how does Bear respond? And how is what is everybody else doing in this situation? Describe what's happening. What the fuck is you guys doing? This is crazy. What's happening? I don't know who this lady is. Take over my friend. Last I saw, she was holding some glowing rock thing when you guys were laying down by that obelisk. I don't know if it has something to do with that. I'm not a smart man. I've heard the word Vader's brought there? up a couple times. I don't, I don't know what that is. That's just what we Umbat Noor call everyone that lives in Verdum. You, you, you're not from here. You came here and you're taking over our land. This has nothing to do with what is going on with your friend here. I've been here longer than you. (laughs) So you are no longer the woman known as Lavinia. Oh, I am very much Lavinia. (laughs) 
don't I look like her? And as she's saying this, she'll like take her fingernail and like carve it down her palm. Is she tied up? She's you're tied. You're tied up. I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm assuming like her wrists are together and she can still like kind of like get her hands together. Okay, that's fine. Um, as you guys are all looking at her, by the way, you kind of notice something on her on her chin and jawline. It's like she's growing these little icicles. Like you, you think maybe at first it's just snow, but then when you go to wipe it off, you realize no, it's actually not. Like there's literal literal ice that's beginning to protrude, like these large bits of like acne or moles, uh, all up and down her jaw. I'll ask uh, Hubert what they were doing by that obelisk. Like why they went over there? Yeah, I was scouting around while they're checking it out and when I came back they were all in a daze around it but before I knew I was also in a daze and Bear uh, you can see by the way his leg is backwards it's bent backwards and he seems to be moving like you know without a whole lot of pain it's still frozen what? yeah what happened okay why is your leg like that? <laughs> I, I have no idea what I woke it just got stuck like this he's transitioning okay. Are you guys having this conversation out on the cliff face or are you bringing this inside? inside? Okay. All right. Yeah. When you come inside, Juran is like, like, you keep her away from me. I don't want her near me. And you see him and drunk will go upstairs to the second floor. What did she do? She tried to slit his neck. Did no such thing. Are you Olivia? Who are you? What I'm are you Lavinia. Doing Obviously, I am trying to get home. Where's home? North, obviously. <laughs> you're speaking nonsense. Uh, I thought you said that your friend Lavinia lived just outside of Verdum. I thought you said your friend Lavinia lives just outside of Verdum. I wasn't speaking That's... to you. And I'm going to try to find some rope to gag her. <laughs> like she's oh, just... that's not hard. Yeah, you can find some stuff and just gag her. That's not a problem. And I, like, I'll look to these other two and make sure that I kind of have their permission for this. But like, yeah. are we good? Have we heard enough I from her? No, I don't know this person. Yeah, this isn't the Lavinia I know. Then just release me. Your judgment will come later. Don't worry. What Fair. right do you have to judge me? And at this point, Arave puts the gag over your mouth. Yes. And it's just. And where do you put her? In the bonfire. Six feet down. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) She can stay in eyesight. I just wanted to be able to have a conversation without her interrupting. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of little rooms in here that you can drop her in. Yeah, just tie her to a bedpost or something. I don't know. Maybe she needs a rest. I, she's gone mad. So, who, Harave, what happened when you were there? Because Hubert got there and you guys were already knocked out. Why, why'd you go to that obelisk thing? Who, like, whose idea was it? I think it was all of ours. We just wanted to see what this was about. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It was Everyone just was oh. just like, what the fuck is that thing? We're going to go take a look at it. And you knew they were going to see it. Anyway, like they told you, and you're like, okay, I'll just do all this work while you guys go have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something similar happened to me. I got beat up by giants. Uh, you guys, your guys' eyes were all red. Like when I saw you, 
I tried to help, and that's when that happened. Except Lavinia was holding a glowing stone. She wouldn't. Now that you now that you mentioned that, I believe she wanted to try to get a sample of it. So that may explain why her effect has been so much worse than ours, perhaps, because she did actually try to chisel at it, if I recall. Oh, she does she still have it? Uh, she, you would know. No, uh, Bear, you would know she threw a rock at you when she was running away. It wasn't red, though, was it? It was not. It was just like some basic just a rock. rock. Uh, she threw some kind of rock at me, but it, it wasn't the same one. So she then I'll just check her belongings some. if she has part of the monolith. You take all her keys. Yeah, you go drunk. <laughs> you <your> go. keys. <laughs> But drunk's upstairs. <laughs> uh, okay, so you go through her stuff and you take her you take her like little bag of reagents and such that you all would know by this point. Uh, she uses and pulls stuff out and does her weird magic stuff with. Um, you do not find any red rock. Uh, so if it was a piece of the obelisk, maybe... I don't know how this stuff works. Do we just like chop it down? That's all I know how to do. Uh, Hervé would try to talk to to Drunk and see if there's anything that we think we may be able to do. If this is a kind of waited out kind of situation that maybe we leave her tied up, keep an eye on it, and you know maybe see if this passes. You know, come the morning. Uh, he has no clue. There's no re- no reason he would know any more or less than you would. Um, this also is a first for him. Um. You could roll, uh, I mean, you could roll an incantation test. Uh, it's going to be flip to fail, but you can roll an incantation test at like uh, standard if you want. Try to figure some such out. But he doesn't know. That's a fail. Yeah. I mean, he's just like magic, yo. Be careful. It does things to you. And uh, and he seems to be upset about something. Like You can tell like he's he's a little bit concerned, ashen looking. Um you see him, you see his arms kind of shaking here and there, um, and he's got this, like, strange look on his face, uh, one that suggests leave him alone. Okay. And I'll just go back to the group, and unfortunately, the, the things that I know of the things in the North are not helpful to us at this point. Um, the only thing I think of is just wait it out, rest a bit, if we want to check it out again tomorrow. Yeah, it's... Definitely been a cold morning. Should try and warm up. But yeah, I want to go back there and see if we can do anything about what happened. Okay. Um, it's actually really early in the morning, so. Oh, okay, we couldn't rest a bit then. Yeah, like you guys, it was dawn when you guys woke. Uh, the sun was just coming up. It's an hour and a half later, maybe, uh, ish. Um, you know about where the monolith was. You know where there's, you know that there was a living horse, Aravea, that's running around somewhere. Um, it's up to you. Uh, yeah, so we warm up again. Uh, we can head back over there. Let me bring some rope and new horses today. <laughs> okay. Uh, easy enough to find places to warm up in here. There's a couple furnaces in the, in the kitchen area, and then there's just like a basic kind of fireplace in some of the rooms. Um, and get some food in your bellies, uh, and you maybe talk a bit about 
what it is that you uh, you saw if you want to if not um, a couple couple hours pass uh, are you all like sleeping sleeping you all feel exhausted by the way you do not feel as though you got a good night's rest but you all feel pretty exhausted I'll go ahead and just rest up and sleep okay agreed uh, yeah okay yeah I'm pretty banged up is anybody staying around to watch Lavinia um, would just Jiren was able to to rest german's fine other than the fact that she tried to kill him and i don't think he's feeling too kindly you can attempt to you can roll charm test try to convince him or a leadership test try to convince him to keep an eye on her okay yeah i'll do that uh charm is not flipped to fill so that's what i'm gonna try all right or intimidate or you're gonna freaking watch her or i'm gonna freaking put a arrow in your face so i failed <laughs> you want to re-roll that you have one last fortune point. Sure. All right, good. Crit success. Okay. He is going to watch her. <laughs> he uh, he says, okay, if she tries something, though, I'm going to stab her this time with her own knife, and I'm justified for doing so, but okay. And so he will prop her up like against the wall in one of the small cubby rooms and then like sit in the hallway looking into the room right at her and he's just sort of playing around with his knife. You can do anything that you need to do while we are resting. All right. A couple hours pass and all of you have kind of dozed off a bit and you hear Jurin call out. Just kind of like, Attention! Just kind of calling out for everybody. What oh. is happening? What? As you all start to peek your heads out of the different cubbies and rooms that you all decided to sleep in, uh, you see that standing in the hall, uh, right at the uh, at the same room where Lavinia is, you can see that there are three more Umbat Nor dressed in their full getup. Helmets removed so you can see their faces. You can see that one of them has drawn a blade of some kind and is is sort of peering at Lavinia's specific space. And then, Bear, something catches your eye as you notice kind of between the three Umbat Noor, something kind of flashes this little piece of metal with this strange iron nub and as your eyes track up from the arm that it's attached to, you suddenly lock eyes and you see Emma Lee. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Just did a predator hand. <laughs> oh, I'd say, okay. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>